You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Business Blab with Megan. It's time to take off our mom hats and let our entrepreneurial side show. So grab a notebook and give yourself a bossy timeout. Welcome back to Business Blab with me, Megan. I'm so excited to be back. I'm going to keep it real with you guys. If you hear any background noise, my neighbors are on one with their yard work right now. We have got a lawnmower, like a blower, weed whacker, pressure washer, all kinds of stuff going on in the background. So if you hear any background noise, I hope you could just tune it out because we have a big topic that we're talking about this week and it is content creation and content planning and just all things content. So content may be king. I know you've heard that saying content's king, but your queen and queen slay all day when it comes to content. But it might not always feel like it's easy to rock that content game like your total royalty. And the key is to have a plan and be consistent and be intentional with how, when, and where you're showing up with your content. Now that sounds pretty easy, right? And it definitely can be once you get used to it, but there's no magical strategy that works for everyone when it comes to your content creation and content planning. So for today's episode, I wanted to share a few things that have helped me ditch the overwhelm and start showing up and providing value to the people that I want to be speaking to and create and plan my content in a way that really works for me. So these are just some of my favorite tips. The first one is to know your audience. So we need to start from the beginning, go way back to the foundation of your business and knowing who your audience is. If you don't know who your content is for, then there is really no reason in creating it at all. That's big. Content planning is not always easy and you may end up just wasting your time if you're creating content and just hoping that somehow it will get in front of the right people. You need to get very, very clear on who your ideal client and who your ideal target audience are so that you can create all of your content with their wants and needs and likes and problems in the front of your mind. This also helps you figure out where to spend your time what platforms to create content for. You really don't need to be everywhere at once. You've got enough on your plate. You've got enough to do. So step back and see where your ideal audience is spending their time. And then you can figure out where your content is really, really needed and where it will be valued the most. The next tip I have for you is to solve the problem. So if you listen to step one, you have a really good idea of what your audience is struggling with, right? So this is your chance to be their superhero. You get to offer a unique solution to your audience before they even have to ask the question. I'm gonna repeat that. You're offering a unique solution to your audience before they even have to ask. This is powerful stuff. Imagine your dream client is scrolling on Instagram and seeing the answer right in front of them laid out by you to their biggest problem that they may not have even known how to ask or how to articulate their problem. And you are the person who just made it all click for them. And then to take it a step further, you are also the person that can help them. And they're on your page right now having this epiphany, boom. Chances are they'll be sliding into your DMs any minute. 
When you can predict what your dream customer needs and be able to show up and solve it for them, you become the trusted expert. And your content is a huge opportunity to flex your value. So check out Google, head over to answerthepublic.com, which is an amazing space that you can type in things in your industry and you can see what people are actually asking about, what your ideal customers are actually struggling with and asking about. And you can hang around areas where your ideal client's spending their time and just listen. I was in a clubhouse room the other day and they were talking about spending time in other clubhouse rooms where your ideal audience is and listening to what they say and writing down their questions word for word so that you can actually use their exact words in your content to really hook them and show them that you can help them and you can answer what they need. So spend some time lurking around, figuring out what it is that they're struggling with, how they're asking, and see if you can find a way to create solutions in your content to show them that you can help. The next one is market research. So if you're still feeling stuck on what to create, when in doubt, just ask. There's no shame in all, or no shame at all, in straight up asking your audience what they want to see. Just ask them. Instagram and email marketing are great ways to pose questions to your audience and see what it is that they're really wanting. And you can really, really put yourself out there and offer them an opportunity to chat with you and really connect with you by just asking what it is that they want. Maybe they want to see more of you with your dog. Maybe they want to see more of your mom life behind the scenes. Maybe they want more videos from you or reels, or maybe they want more FAQ graphics, things that lay out exactly what it is that you do and how you can help them. By asking them, this gives them a chance to use their voice and engage with what you're creating. After all, it is called social media, so just because you're the expert doesn't mean you can't get social and see what the people really want. Try out the features in Instagram stories. You can do those polls where you can ask questions. You can just pose questions and have people write in and ask. There's so many things on Instagram stories that you can really play around with that let people get involved and you can get some answers to what it is that they need. Or you can even try inviting your audience to reply to your email with something that they feel like they might be missing or sharing a struggle that they're having. Really just inviting them to communicate with you is a really, really big tool in helping create what your content is going to be. It's a great way to make sure that you're keeping your audience coming back for more because they feel included in what you're doing and they're excited to hear what's coming up from you. The next one is to choose your pillars. So once you start to have a grasp on what your audience wants to see and you're very clear on what your overall goal is from your platforms and why you're creating content, you choose a few pillars. Now, some people call these buckets. There's a a few different names floating around. I like to call them content pillars. And so what they are is basically four to seven categories that all of your content will fall under. So to give you an example, my content pillars are relatable, motivational, educational, and inspirational. Now your pillars can be as broad or specific as you'd like because you're really the only person who's going to know what your pillars are, unless you're like me and tell people what your pillars are, right? These are personal, they're for you. They're a way for you to just keep yourself organized, keep yourself consistent, and they really, really help out when you're just struggling with what do I post? 
you can keep all of your content in line by running them through these pillars so that you make sure your audience doesn't get confused and that you're showing up intentionally. You really want to make sure that it's very clear to your audience what it is that you're doing, what it is that you're saying, why you're here, and the content pillars really just keep you in check and keep you consistent and intentional. The two biggest, biggest pieces that are the most important. All right, next is be authentic. I bet you knew this was coming. I talk about this all the time. This is kind of my thing. And you have to be you. Your content has to showcase the real you. You cannot expect people to connect with your logo, your graphics, or anything else you have to say if you aren't showing up, being yourself, and letting people in. You cannot just post sales graphics and share your products or your programs over and over again and expect people to commit to you. Come at your content from a place of relatability, engagement, providing value, and really just letting them see who you are. And I promise you the sales will come. You know I could talk about this all day, but really it doesn't need much more than just show up and be you. All right, next tip is one of my favorites, and this is to batch your content. So I work with so many people who are just flying by the seat of their pants when it comes to content, and I promise you this just makes things harder. So I recommend spending some time to batch at least a week's worth of content at a time and have it ready to go. You can definitely do more than this, but I would not recommend doing less. At least have a week ahead planned. So what is helpful is picking a theme for your entire week and spread it across your social media, your emails, your blogs, your podcasts, whatever content that you're creating, have it kind of fit into this theme. And you can work it into your content pillars in this theme, but just keep it under this one theme throughout everything. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. And as much as I hate when people say that, like that's kind of a cringe thing for me. And I just feel like it's just so overused, but you really don't. It's true. You don't have to start over. You just have to be showing up as you for your audience with enough value and entertainment to keep people engaged. So take a few hours and spend some quality time with Canva, creating some graphics, do your hair and makeup one day and shoot a bunch of videos, reels, TikToks, write a few blogs at once when your creative juices are flowing. Whatever you do, just create ahead of time as much as you can. This will make your life so much easier when you're going to post. You know who you're talking to, you have your content pillar, then you just pick something for the theme of the week or the month or whatever it is you choose and put it out there. Simple, simple, simple. So there you go. These are just a few of my favorite tips when it comes to creating Just have fun and go for it and stop comparing yourself to what others are doing. Just remember that you have a unique voice and presence and your audience is waiting to hear from you, not someone else, you. So I'm curious to know what are some of your favorite content creating tips. Everybody does things a little bit differently and it's so fun to hear what you all are doing. So if you'd like, feel free to shoot me an email at Megan at bossladiesandbabies.com or DM me on Instagram at it's Megan Gillespie and let me know what your favorite content creation and planning tips are and we'll see what we have in common. That's all I have for you guys this week and until next time, stay bossy. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback.
Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Boss Ladies and Babies. And until next time, stay stay bossy. bossy.